five with a sixteenth to go. And Dortmund, another superb performance. Never looked like losing the San Anita Derby. Rumps to an easy win under Martin Garcia. One lucky Dane was second. Then there's... Frosted. Draws even. Frosted. Ken Schender fights on, but Frosted's got it. And he's pulling away. And Frosted has won the Wood Memorial. Moved, moved up with 250 metres left to go, went straight past the leading pair and went for home. Christos Sumion put his foot flat to the medal and the derby's all over. Mubtahij is absolutely tearing away. It's a matter of how far. Mubtahij, eased in the run of the judge, has won the derby with... Chasing the Triple Crown. 39th podcast. Five days. Five, five, five. Five days till the Kentucky Derby. Very excited. Watch Watching videos till I go blind. Um, yeah. It's kind of crazy. A little clip show at the beginning. Get, little, us, get us hyped up for some of the guys we're talking about. Yeah, it's awesome. No Arkansas Derby there with American Pharaoh, but it looks like I'm reading right now that uh, American Pharaoh had a really... Strong work this morning, a bullet work for five furlongs, doing it in 58 and four. 58 and four. So that, that's quick. It's pretty quick. And it uh, looks like Dortmund is in in Kentucky for the Baffert Barn. So American Pharaoh and Dortmund, I can't believe he's got those two horses in the Derby. Hmm. It's a really strong field this year. Yeah, I that's mean, what you're just talking about. I'm like, good Lord. It's it's tough picking them. But I got a few that I really like. So at the top of the... At the, top of the the podcast here we heard Dortmund. I like Dortmund a lot. Dortmund's good, yep. Um, because he rates. He doesn't. He's not like a front runner because there's gonna be a ton of speed in this thing. I also like Frosted. He ran really well in the Wood Memorial. Dug in and Mubdahij. Mubdahij. Mubdahij in uh, the UAA Derby. I, I like that horse a lot. If you want, you need to watch the video. Yeah. It's he's run the longest of any of the Kentucky Derby prep horses or the, the, the horses in the Kentucky Derby. He's run two he's won two back to back races at a mile and uh three sixteenths, which is an, a sixteenth of a mile longer mm. than all of the last races in the prep series. And he's breeding, and we're going to get into that a little bit. is is pretty solid for distance. So what is uh what are his works like? Have they been posting that at all? Um, so he just got here last week. I don't. I haven't seen a recent work. He did like a three furlong work, which is nothing at thirty six, which is pretty pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So no, nothing nothing crazy yet. But I'm sure he'll work. Yeah. Next week before the Derby. That's so a, that's the only thing that I'd be wearing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Traveling over the travel. Yeah. But I guess he's doing fine. I mean, his uh, his trainer, um, I think his trainer is Mike, Mike DeCock. He's a South Af- African trainer, international trainer. Mm-hmm. Really good trainer. He, he trained military horses, I guess. Hmm. And he, he's been training since he was 23. He's about 50 something now. So he's, he's, been doing he's a well known. Yeah. He's a well known international trainer. Cool. Um, so pedigree dosage. I know dosage is kind of the dosage index has got like a bad rep, but I still use it cause it's a good gauge. Yeah. Um, speed. So horses that are, you know, like Dortmund, I think has done like a one Oh five buyer mm-hmm. materiality did a one ten in the Florida Derby, but yeah. it looked like he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
current form or horses that are potentially coming into form, jockeys and trainers. I mean, so that's very important. So Calvin Burrell. Calvin Burrell. Over the past, like, five years has won the Derby three times. Yeah. And he's on El Kabir. El Kabir. You know, so you got to consider that if El Kabir is like, got a like, an inside post, like a one or a two hole, Calvin's going to hold the rail all the way around. He could sneak up, sneak up on you. El Kabir, he did a work... Yesterday, I think, and it was pretty solid. Mm. Um, got got his ass kicked in the uh, Wood Memorial by, by by Frosted, but I think the the jock had a bad ride. I would throw it out. Mm-hmm. So winning over the track, we always talk about the Max. Sure. Maxie's like winning over um, Churchill. And there's a few horses that have done that. And can they make the distance? I mean, so all these horses, none of them have run a mile and a quarter yet. A lot of them have run a mile and an eighth. Look like they're going away, but it's that extra eighth of a mile where. Some of these horses coming off the pace could potentially drop right off. Cl- clip them, yeah. So that's that's the one that I think about the most when I think about handicap. I, I the past few Kentucky Derbies, I've got I've had seconditis. I've had the second horse every time, so I'm always pretty close yeah. with who I who I pick. But I always try to. I think that if I were to, to rank any of the things that we talked about, the one that I would really think about the most is how they do over distance. Mm. That's the one that I, I start with. And then when I'm working down, I think like speed you can kind of play with. And, you know, of course you think of jocks and, and trainers, but mm. the one that, Those that are very important, jocks but the, and trainers, but the thing that I consider first is who's got, who's done the best based on their distance and then go from there. Yeah. That's my strategy. Or if they're, I mean, you know, there's a lot of front-running horses. I mean, if I look at the horses, good Lord, we got, like, horses that are going to be out on a lead. I think, um, you know, the 20 horses that we have, I think, out of the 20, Carpe Diem is going to be close to the lead. American Pharaoh likes to be on the lead. They might rate him, like, second. Materiality likes to be on the lead. Um, firing Line likes to be on the lead. Stanford, I think Pletcher's going to let Stanford or try to get Stanford. If he's in an inside post, he's going to probably burn him up on the lead so he gives Carpe Diem a better shot, I think. Mm. Um, so it should be interesting. There's a lot. There's going to be a whole group of courses. Then you're going to have horses that are just behind them. I mean, International Star will probably be four to five off. Carpe Diem will probably be a Well, he's going to be on the lead. Dortmund will be a little bit off. But like if American Pharaoh gets pushed back, I don't think he's ever had dirt flung on his face. That that's a new experience. Mm-hmm. And this and the, the whole the other thing about the Kentucky Derby is there's a hundred and fifty thousand people that go to this thing, so yeah. the noise. Noise there's, there's twenty freaking horses. Mm-hmm. Last year, if you remember on the first turn, Candy Ride came around and clipped his heels because there was such a crowd run into the first turn and it kind of put him out of the race. Yeah. Um, so you can get trapped in traffic. If you're running styles, you need to be in front, and you get stuck behind. That's a problem. I yep. mean, so horses that are a little bit tougher. I remember Unbridled was really tough. Like, he fell to his knees, I think, and he won the Florida Derby. So I was like, I love this horse. Yeah. And I won money with Unbridled. But So horses like that that are a little bit tougher, I think. Horses, I really like Dortmund because he's a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. Firing line passed him in the Robert B. Lewis, and he came back and beat him. So I look for that a little bit of toughness. Yes. So let's get to the uh, – oh, so a couple other things. 
I, I, I like doing this because it just gets me back in the mood as I, I watch the last five derbies. Yes. Like the Orb Derby. And it was uh, the, the it was really muddy and wet, and he came from off the pace. I'll have another. He beat um, Bodie Meister. And Bodie Meister, I just want to mention this, is a lot. The breeding is very similar to American Pharaoh. Mm. He was on top. He led all the way around. He got out by maybe four or five lengths. And I'll have another another clipped him in the last like eighth of a mile because he couldn't go the distance. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think Bodemeister, I looked at his dosage index against um, American Pharaoh, and he he actually looks a little better. He had more stamina mm. than American Pharaoh. American Pharaoh's breeding is a little weak on the dam side. Mm-hmm. A lot of sprinters and stuff on the dam side. Mm-hmm. So to get that extra quarter of a mile could be tough. But the other thing I'll mention about um, American Pharaoh is when I saw him in Arkansas, he was under a hand rub. I mean, he just he walked at a mile and an eighth. So yeah. he might be able to get the distance. Who knows? Yeah. But if somebody gets out there with him and burns him up, you know, on the front like Stanford or somebody, that's a battle just between those two. Oh my God! That you know, then it's going to set it up well for somebody to come off the pace and clip yeah. him. So that I, that last point he made, he pointed two pens at me. So <laughs> you really meant that. So. I'm looking to beat American Pharaoh because I think he's going to be the fave, and I, I can't. I mean, I like the horse; I think he's solid. Um, but some of the there's some things that I don't like about him. Mm, a little Dort- shady. Dortmund, I like a yeah, lot. Dortmund's I think he's cool. tough. Um, Mubdahij, I think he's he's yeah. tough. I'm and, interested in Frosted too. Yeah, Frosted's cool, and 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 Mom will be on Frosted for sure because she she just likes the name. That's a good name. <laughs> Frosted so let's talk about some other horses here. Let's talk. Let's see what else. Oh, and uh, so Frosted, they no who? Oh, so so Frosted had a little. So I think it was the Fountain of Youth Frosted in Florida. The the race before the Florida Derby, Mm -hmm. Frosted came down and he looked like he was going to run by Upstart and Upstart and not Materiality. Somebody else. It's a knockout or something like that. And he pulled up, like, in the stretch. Mm. So they did a little operation because he had a – they said uh, Kieran McLaughlin's Frosted's uh, trainer, and they said he flipped his palate. So I don't know what the hell that means. But they means. did some minor procedure, and in the wood he won. He looked much better, and he little, didn't pull up. Yeah. Um, from – so they – so I think they switched jockeys also. They switched him from him to uh, – I'm not sure who's riding Frosted, but anyhow, mm. they switched jocks, um, and he won the Wood Memorial. So they're they're staying with that combination. Nice. Um, so I talked about Bodie Meister. So one of the other things that's kind of weird this year is horses are training at der- they're not coming to the Derby until late. Like some horses didn't arrive till like this week or this Saturday, and some horses were running at Santa Anita, Palm Meadows down in Florida. Yep. At Keeneland, and it used to be they'd try to get these horses there early to kind of get them over the track and stuff like that. But I guess since uh, Barkley Tag and Funnyside, I guess Barkley Tag kept Funnyside and didn't even work them over um, the Churchill Downs, and he won the race. So hmm. people are less and less interested yeah. in It's kind of weird because there's, like a, there's a big buzz in Kentucky. You'd think you'd want to get there, but I guess maybe because of that reason, it's such a freaking zoo. Yeah. Not to bring the horses there too early. So I think Carpe Diem was working at um, Keeneland, Frosted, and it's a knockout. We're working down in Florida. Mm. Um, the California horses were working like um, 
what's his name? Dortmund didn't really get to Churchill until today. Wow. So he's been working in um, Santa Anita because it's his home track. And yeah. Baffert's out there. So Baffert's getting there today, I think, or wow. something like that. So these they're there today working. So hmm. pretty interesting. Different strategy, at least this this year. Or I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, it's, well it's, it's, start, it's starting to happen. It's usually buzzing a lot more at Churchill than it has been. But, you know, so mm-hmm. all these clockers, you know, I've been listening to this. And one of the other things I would say for the Daily Racing Forum, there's an early package that you can get on DRF.com. Um, there's like a derby package. I would get it. I mean, it's got some great – I was reading it this morning. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet because I'm like – looking at videos i found this other really good article on um bloodlines like um for the kentucky derby it's called regal bloodlines looking at horse pedigree and breeding i mean it's for the 20 it's for this year so just search that on the internet and i'll tell you what it's a great it's a great breakdown of breeding for Mm -hmm. every horse in the race i'm using that in part of my my talk today i i printed out from uh, pedigree online the thoroughbred database so i printed out every pedigree of every horse in the race we're not going to go through every single one but just the ones i kind of like um we'll talk about a few others yeah. so we can get started here we should uh we should um editorialize on the pre-show stuff too because every year it seems to be getting cheesier and cheesier <laughs> Remember with uh, like Mucho Macho Man, they had everyone doing like Mucho oh. Macho Man, <laughs> do, 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 do. and they had, yeah, they, I, I mean, like last just... year it was all everyone was California Chrome everywhere, and yeah. it just was like ugh. So we have to yeah have some, some we'll, thoughts we'll, on yeah, that we'll, later. We'll, we'll talk about that. We're having a little party at the house, trying to figure out what we're doing. We'll we'll obviously have some Maker's Mark, some Kentucky. Uh, Sip, sip and bourbon, and uh, what else are we going to have? We uh, we found a good recipe for some mint juleps, so we're going to make a do, batch do some of that. juleps and stuff like that, so it should be fun. I'm, I'm excited about next weekend. Um, I'll have all my, I, I might do one more podcast and let everybody know what I'm betting. I'm probably going to be pretty. I think there's a, there's a good chance to make some money this year just because it's, the odds should be pretty evenly spread. I mean, I mm-hmm. think American Pharaoh is going to be the favorite, but I think you're going to get a price I mean, on some pretty damn good horses. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think I'm um, the Hige, I think he's at uh, 12 to 1. I mean, so I, I think you're going to get a price on some of these horses. So anyhow. Yeah, and hope, hopefully some. I'm going to whack uh, a few. I mean, I'm going to spend some money and, and, and hit pop some. I mean, I I'm, I'm still haven't selected my. My horse yet, but I'm kind of narrowing. I still like Frost yeah. a lot, I like Dortmund a lot. I do like Muptahij, but I, I, I'm not sure he can get. I mean, because he's he's running over in Dubai, so I don't really know. But I'll tell you what: turn a foot, that horse, like in the last sixteenth of a mile, turn the jets on mm. faster. I watched all the the Derby prep races, and his was quick. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look at the times though. So anyhow, let's get a talking about uh, breeding. So let's first go to uh, International Star. He's leading in the point standings, 100, 171 points. He's won about 940K. I mean, he, he he swept the three prep races in Louisiana. The last one was the grade one Louisiana Derby. Looked pretty tough. Um, so his his uh, his daddy is Fiasici Pegasus, Fiasici Fusa, Fusa Sichi, Fusa. I can't say that. Well, you tried. I tried. What the hell? Um, and that horse has had a couple of, of big horses that he's bred: Brandini and Roman Ruler, Ruler on Ice. 
um, his dam side parlays, they're, they're, they produce winning sprinters, but not a ton of, they don't put a ton of speed into their, um, you know, into their offspring. Yes. So, so that was who? That this is a international star. International star. He's leading. He's number one. Um, it's a Mike Maker horse. His dosage index is four point oh nine, and only five horses have won the Derby since nineteen ninety with a dosage higher than four. Hmm. So what that means is the higher the dosage index, mm-hmm. the let the more they lean towards like the sprinter side. So he's more of a sprinter. Or a little bit more of a sprinter. Just than, a touch more, yeah. Yeah, a touch more. So that's International Star. He's a 4x4 four four cross that's inbreeding. So the horses, a lot of thoroughbreds are inbred. So his fourth generation has a cross to Halo, who was a derby winner, um, who produced two winners, two derby winners, Sonny's Halo and Sunday Silence. And I love Sunday Silence. Mm-hmm. So in his in his breeding, he has Halo, which is a good horse, Um French deputy is out of deputy minister in Mitterrand is a rising broodmare sire. Um, so who else? He comes from the female family number four. It's a very poli- prolific family for Kentucky Derbies. Preakness and Belmont doesn't really say if the. I mean, so that's a good family for female. So he's got some pretty decent breeding. Not sure. I mean, he's probably going to be on the edge of making the distance. So. Inter- that's the international star. Hmm. So that, that's, the, that's the first one I'd talk about. The second one, Dortmund. Let's talk about Dortmund. So Dortmund, and he won the Santa Anita Derby. He's he's like undefeated in six starts, likes to win, fights for it, comes back. I mean, he had firing line. He's beat firing line a couple times by a nose and a neck, I think. Hmm. He comes from the female family number nine, which is decent. Um, he, he runs hardest in the end. Um, he, I think he's got the makings of a Derby champion. He's a big horse, mm-hmm. seventeen hands. His daddy is Big Brown, ah. so Big Brown is a new sire. Right. So he hasn't had any really big winners yet, but I think Dortmund could be it. He's a three by three cross. So in his third generation, to Danzig, who's a who's a Kentucky Derby winner. So, and he's got Storm Cat in his in his blood, Tail of the Cat. Um. He's had some long distance runners, so that's in his on his damn side, tail of the cat. So Gio Ponte and Stop Charging Maria were bred from him. They're both long distance runners. Mm-hmm. Um and our Josephine, his dam is a winning sprinter. So he's got speed. So he's got speed, distance. His his dosage index is two point three eight. Now against um International Star, who was like a four point oh so the lower that that dosage index is and this is just for breeding he he's has more endurance and his center of distribution, which is another figure of point fifty nine that's a pretty good um center of distribution and mm-hmm. then the total points of his dosage is twenty two which means he has a lot more class and a lot more breeding. The total points for international style was 28, so it's higher than Dortmund. But Dortmund has a little bit more stamina. I think he's a really good selection. A little bit more well-rounded, it A little bit like. more well-rounded, yes. That's what I would I would say that, too. Dortmund. So, the other, let's see, the third horse on the list here is Carpe Diem. So, Carpe Diem has got a lot of class. He's a good horse. 
He's he's got good buyer progression, so he went from like the eighties into the nineties. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's cracked a hundred buyer yet. Um he won the Tampa Bay Derby and the what else did he win? Won something else, or maybe that was his first one out. He's from Giants Causeway, who's a who's like a um has a lot of stamina. Um his unbridled song was the BC uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner, Florida Derby winner. So that's on the dam side. Rebi- Rebridled Dreams is his mommy, his mm-hmm. dam. A um, lot of stamina. So good briar progressions. I think from a speed perspective, he. I don't think – so this is what I talk about in current, current form. I think Dortmund and International Star are in current form. Yeah. I think um, – Carpe Diem hasn't run his best race yet, so I think he's got a big race in him. Mm-hmm. So he's a decent horse. He's a front runner, though. He's Todd Pletcher trained. What were you going to laugh about? You're going to say something. You said Kermit form. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. That's why I laughed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so he's got 164 points. He's uh, won $1.5 million, which is a ton of money. Yep. Um, he hails from the female family 23B, mm. which has had eight Kentucky Derby winners. There you go. So that's a very strong May family. I see it? Yeah. Interesting. Um, one other comment that I will make. Oh, so two other horses in recent history that have won from that breeding family are I'll have another in mind that bird. Ah. So that he's got some pretty good breeding. His now his dosage index is better than Dortmund's. So he's got like a one point eight three, which is, means he has more stamina, and the center of distribution ha, is point forty one, and his his total um, dosage points are thirty four. Mm-hmm. So that's higher than both International Star and Dortmund. So I think Carpe Diem's probably going to take some money, and he might be at like. Six to one or eight to one. That's a mm-hmm. pretty good price on this horse. And he's yeah. trained, trained by Todd Pletcher and actually J.R. Velasquez is riding. Ah, so, so, he, a, so J.R. had a choice between materiality and Carpe Diem, and he picked Carpe, Carpe Diem. Diem. So I can see see kind of why. And if you watch the Tampa Bay Derby, he really ran pretty strongly. And I think he's got another race in him that's yeah. even better than that. I don't know if I'd put him at the top, though. I maybe would put him in a... a trifecta or something yeah, like I that mean, he, he potentially could win the der- this is what i'm he talking could. about there's the like dortmund could win i mean at all these first three horses and here's another note to make to yourself so last year the point the point leader on the point board was guess who california chrome the year before that the point leader was who orb, orb. so two years in a row the point leader's Going into the Kentucky Derby, one. I'm not saying. I mean, it's kind of you got to look at that, right? Every every little bit of information helps. Sure. So international star so is the point leader this year. Yeah. Is he going to win? Who knows? I think there's other horses that are better than he is. But hey, you never know. So I've heard things about I'll have another and something else. But anyways, I'm going to have another. <laughs> there you I was going to try and tie that in better, but yeah, didn't work. Then the fourth horse on the leaderboard, and this is an interesting horse. It's American Pharaoh. Mm. So American Pharaoh, looking at his breeding, so we talked about International Star. We talked about Carpe Diem had a 1.83 dosage index. Um, and 
international star had like over four. Well, American Pharaoh has over four, so that means he leans more towards sprinting. His total points are only eight points, so that means he, like his breeding isn't that great. Mm-hmm. And he has a center of distribution of .88, which isn't bad. Um, so his daddy is Pioneer of the Nile. Um, other horses that have bred that they bred and and his sire was Empire Maker. So Empire Maker is a great horse, with a lot of stamina. Other horses, Cairo Prince and Social Inclusion. I think you remember Social Inclusion last year popped like a one oh eight or one ten at the Florida Derby, and came in third in the Wood, and he beat Honor Code, one of the horses I like last year, but he didn't really do much. He's starting up again this year, so um, pretty interesting. Uh, his his dam is Little Princess Princess Amia. Um, the dam line on American Pharaoh is short on class. I mean, so interesting. Leans towards speed, short on class. Um, I don't know if he's going to make the distance. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I mean, so he's got to go an extra quarter of a mile. He ran really easy in the Arkansas Derby, but he might have to run a little bit harder to get out in front. So. I question whether he can make the distance and, and do it effectively. Um, he's won a lot of money, one point four million. He's he really looks good. He's a big, you know, he's a pretty big horse. Um, Victor Espinosa, Espinosa, can't even say his name. Riding fourth in the points, so that's my my theory on. So I'm not I'm not a big American Pharaoh. Yeah, I'm not crazy about American, American Pharaoh fan. He's going to be the favorite though. Yeah, he looks good. Front runner, he, I, I I would compare him to Bodie Meister. Bodie Meister. I just had a thought while, we were, while you were talking. It was one of those random epiphany thoughts. If we ever start a stable, I want to call it "Damn it, Bobby," but like, <laughs> like damn, like the damn and sire. Oh, damn and sire. Damn it, Bob. Damn it, Bobby Stables. <laughs> awesome. So the number five horse. We talked a little bit about this horse, Kieran McLaughlin, Frosted. 113 points and i think he's coming into his own mm-hmm. and i think he is hasn't like carpe diem i don't think he's hit his best race yet yes he got jacked up in the fountain of youth because he had the flipped palette um that mystery malady Tappet is his sire and does that name ring a bell Tappet. so yep. winchell farms owns Tappet. so Tappature untappable tonalist are all sired by Tappet. He's like um, tap out or something there too. So he's got some stamina on that side. Uh, Fast Cookie <laughs> is a is a dam that's loaded with class. Deputy Minister is her, her sire, Fleet Lady. Um, so I I think this horse he, he I think he's gonna he's a late runner too, which I I like kind of. I I, I don't want somebody that's gonna be on the lead like mm-hmm. the American Pharaoh materiality. Those horses are gonna be all fighting it out, and I think tactically Dortmund will be up there. Um, so this horse could come pace, like maybe. running off the pace, chomping up the speed. Um, total points, he's got 30. He's got 2.75, which is not bad. It's under three dosage index. His center of distribution is 6. 0.67. So not bad. And he's got Kieran McLaughlin. Kieran has not won the Kentucky Derby yet, but he's a great trainer. Is he the one who's complaining about being cursed or whatever? Uh, Who was no, it last was year? Last year. Oh, that's Jerry Hollendorf. Jerry, this. that's it. Last year, so just kind of that's like... the number five horse. Let's see. Oh, let's talk about Muptaij. Muptaij. 
Mubahdahij. So this horse is very interesting. So he has the lowest dosage index on of all the horses. So that means he he's got a one His center of distribution zero. Hmm. So he he's very low. His total points are only four. He has a lot of class though. I mean yeah. the horse has um This would be like your sleeper horse. Dubai, right? yeah, Dubai, who's the leading sire in Europe. So that's his daddy. Um his daddy's sire, Dubai Millennium, won four point five million. Mm-hmm. So he's he's a great sire. I mean, having a doses inject of 1.0, that means that the horse probably can run three miles. So maybe he'll be late in the Kentucky Derby, but I don't think so. So you need to watch the UAE Derby. Mm -hmm. His turn of foot, the last eighth of a mile, he had tons left, and he was very fast. Yep. There just appeared to be he was very fast. He's a top sire, so Dubois, um, top sire in Europe, 82 stakes winners. He's bred. Wow. Uh, 54 group winners and 16 group one winners. Hmm. His his mommy, Penegale, is at the dam. Penegale, grade one winners, um, Lily of the Valley, stakes winner, Cal uh, Bucko. So tons of stamina. Does he have the speed? I think he does. Um, they they guesstimated his, his buyer. He's only run a, a 95 buyer, they guesstimated. So... Um, he was a turf horse, didn't do very well on turf, went to dirt, and he's been just tearing it up. I don't think we've seen his best race yet. Mm-hmm. So if he trains well, I, I might be all over this horse. Yeah. Um, female family number four, one of the most successful lines in the Kentucky Derby. He is a um, – so the, the UAE Derby is a grade two race. I guess you could you could say that's not very good, um, but – he won it by eight eight lengths. Um, he's inbred to Mill Reef in his fifth generation. Mill Reef and Le- uh, Leopard, they're both uh, really good horses from a while ago. So he has like, and they're they're from the U.S. Yeah. So they're U.S. sires from a while ago. Hmm. Um. So that's it. I, I think this horse this horse has really he has good breeding. Nice. And he has tons of stamina. The most stamina. And I think he has a scintillating turn of foot. He's quick the last eighth of the mile. And, I, I, I mean, I, I try to compare him visually to, like, Dortmund and American Pharaoh and materiality, and it seemed like he was moving quicker to me in the last yeah. eighth. Interesting. So I, I like that horse. And he's going to be a price. He'll be a, you know. Yeah, if he hits it. He'll be maybe, I don't know, maybe people will catch on if they watch the video because, yeah. he, I mean, if you watch the video, he's, he's pretty good. So he might if, if I can get like 8 or 10 to 1, I might, you know, i, I got to see his works this week, see how he's doing. Yep. But good horse, good trainer. He, it, it'll be interesting. Yes, yes. I, I'm interested in that one, too. I want to keep So materiality. This is a Florida Derby winner. Now, I, I was at the Florida Derby. Um, he kind of bumped uh, upstart. Yeah, you said that was a bit. Um, there was some jockeying going on there, and, and I think he looked. He looked tired to me. That the 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 dirt that day was super tiring. He just looked like he was lumbering, and he wasn't really running. It's a knockout. Showed up fourth, and I think it's a knockout would probably do better in the Derby. But mm-hmm. he was a lumbering horse. His his um, dosage index is two point three three, which is not bad. Point sixty center of distribution. His total dosage points are about ten, so he doesn't have a ton of class. 
Um, his damn side doesn't have a lot of stamina. Um, Lang four gives him a bit of stamina. The gallop out after the Florida Derby was pitiful. <laughs> he looked tired, but he is he is the Florida Derby winner, and he has the highest buyer of any horse in the Kentucky Derby right now. So he ran yeah. like a one ten. But when you do that kind of effort, sometimes there's a bounce. Maybe that's his best race. Who knows? Depending on where he, he breaks in the derby, too, he might either just be right on top or he's going to be sniffing butts the whole way. And he didn't run as a two-year-old, yeah. which is bad. I mean, so the last horse to win the Kentucky Derby, not running as a two-year-old, Apollo in, 19, in 1882. <laughs> so it was a while ago. He's training well. So here's another point. His female family, Group A5. No horse out of Group A5 has won the Kentucky Derby. Mm. So that's an interesting. That's just a, just a little tidbit. Doesn't really mean much, but something, something to, to think about. Something to consider. He's won about six hundred and fifty uh, thousand. He's got a hundred points, and his um, trainer is Todd Pletcher. J.R. Velasquez had a choice between him and Carpe Diem, and he chose Carpe, Carpe Diem. Diem. Yeah, I think it's gonna for that one. It's gonna depend on but where he, he breaks. You know, he could. You know, he could be up there in the front. Who knows? I mean, you never know. I mean, so that's. That's the whole thing. I, I'm kind of Tommy doesn't like him at all. Yeah. Tommy doesn't like Moop the Hege either. Why? He just says, you know, if the, when a horse comes over from there and beats us, then I'll then I'll consider those horses. But he's not going to consider a horse from there. But I, I looked at Moop the Hege, and I'll tell you what, the horse, I, he's impressive to me. Yeah. I keep talking about him, so I might I might be on that horse. He might be. But I'm going to play a bunch of other stuff yeah. in the Derby. So you do. But uh, El Kabir, so El Kabir lost, lost, um, and he's a Zayat Stables horse, lost in the wood to Frosted. I just think he had a crappy ride. Mm -hmm. I I think you almost have to cross that race out. But a lot of people are saying, ah, he's not the class, he's not that good. He's been working pretty good this Mm -hmm. week, though. Dosa Jinzek, 3.57, a little high. Center Mm -hmm. distribution, 94. Total points, 16. Um, His daddy is Scat Daddy. Who won the Fountain of Youth in the Florida Derby? Speed oriented, though. Great venue. Um, decent endurance. Nothing special. Uh, third in the wood. I think you need to throw that out. But here's another interesting factoid, or fact, I fact. should say. Calvin Burrell is riding him. CC Lopez got the boot. Because the, the ride in the wood was not so great. Calvin Borrell's got him. So He's sneaky. If he, if he gets him on the in that he rail. Gets him on the rail, man, now you got to watch <laughs> sneaky. that. He, gets, he can get like a hunk of meat across the line in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's sneaky. He is, he's, a good, he's a good jockey. He's like, and so he knows how to ride horses. Yep. He, he's sneaky down on that rail. So if, if El Kabir gets on the rail and some stuff happens where horses are burning up, he's a late runner. He might, might be able to get him up. Sneak him in there, yep. I like that. Um, so, female family 2D produced Giacomo. Oh, yeah. Remember Giacomo? So, I, I kind of like El Kabir. I think he's getting a bad rap, but I like him. Another horse. Um, I mean, where you got to there? Just a couple. A couple more. You, no. di- you dying or what? Yes. No, I'm fine. <laughs> Is it too listy or are we talking too about? Too listy. No, you got some good stuff here. I mean, just just talking. You know, I'm not going to go through every horse, but just some some, some of the the interesting ones. Some to consider. So I think Upstart's a, a consideration. He got bumped. Rich Violet went crazy as a New York trainer in the Florida Derby. He lost to Materiality. His his uh, daddy is Flatter. His mommy is uh, Party Soaks. 
Um, his uh, dosage index, 3, not so bad. 24, not bad. 0.79. So there's a lot of these horses. Any of these horses could really win. Yep. Um, he's a a 4 over 5 cross with buck passer, which is good. Builds stamina. Um, Flatter is out of AP Indy. So Tana in Seattle Slough is his his daddy, AP's Indy's daddy. Touch Gold is a Belmont Stakes winner. So there's some stamina in this horse. So this horse is going to be a, a late runner. Rich Rich Violet, um, family female family six D produced Empire Maker, who's a Belmont winner, and he's a five by four cross inbred to Buck Passer. So the, it's another great Derby horse. Um, and he, but the one thing about Upstart, he gets in trouble. So he got in trouble in the Fountain of Youth, and he got in trouble in the Florida Derby. Mm. So I don't know if he just looks for trouble or if he's just trouble as his middle name. Some of these horses don't have a lot of luck. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Ball. I mean, you know, if he gets loose, he could, he'll could he be running late. So that's another one. And the last one I'm going to talk about is Firing Line. So Firing Line, he's 12th on the, the Derby leaderboard, 58 points, won about six hundred grand or 578000 Um Line of David is his daddy, who's the Arkansas Derby winner, Speed. Speed. He's a 3.0. Dosage inject doesn't really mean much. 0.92 on the center of distribution, about 12 points. Um, Red Ransom is in his damn side. 100 stakes winners out of that horse. Hold the gold. No horses of note who his his, his, um, sister of the blues um, daddy. So... What's the bottom line there? What's the I don't I don't really know. He won by fourteen lengths in the Sunland Derby, but people say he didn't really. I mean, Sunland Derby's in freaking New Mexico, so I I don't know who he really beat. But he he was beat by a nose and a neck by Dortmund. Mm. So he's close to Dortmund. So that's yeah. I mean. So there's your and Dortmund's improving. Don't know if he's improving. He hasn't ran in about six weeks. That could be a problem. Yeah. Um, female family number fourteen, which produced um, foolish pleasure. I just think he's an outside contender. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe comes up for third or fourth. Sure, someone you tie into your one of your. Yeah. Exotics. So some of the other other ones that I would consider in my try, and if you're going to do super, um, talked about firing line. I kind of like uh, transcender. Um, Bolo. Bolo. If Fermento gets in, I like him as like a late runner. And Mr. Z, freaking Wayne Lucas, man, that horse, you know, he gets up to, like, second and third a lot. Hasn't won a race yet. Yeah. But he's always in the money. So. Yep. And that's about it, I think. So look at uh, the 20. So I got a lot of this pedigree stuff from that article, and I I printed out all of the pedigrees from pedigree.com, the thoroughbred database. Yeah. And I First one's free. Yeah, no, it, actually, they're all free. If you can find this, uh, re, it's called Regal Bloodlines. Look at a horse pedigree and breeding 2015 Kentucky Derby contenders. That's my catchphrase for whenever we whenever we plug someone else. We say the first one's free. So I think that's it. And I, I did I did get the early, like... Uh, early spread? Early spread for the race. So Dortmund from a buyer's from a speed perspective is definitely there. American Pharaoh's there. American Pharaoh's had four efforts over a hundred buyer. Frosted, I mean, in the uh the wood he ran a one oh three, that's really good. And then if you look at uh 
Mubdahij, he is a 95 that last effort, winning by eight. But I'll tell you what, the last, I don't know, 50 feet, he pulled him up. He like, slowed him down to nothing. Mm -hmm. So he could have won by 12 easily. Uh, materiality, around a 110 and a 102. El Kabir. Looks like El Kabir is kind of stuck in the 90s, so I don't know about him. Upstart ran a 108. That's really good. So you got some... I mean, there's some horses here that could potentially um, get there. Firingland ran a 104, and the Sunland Derby won by 12 or 14, and it was only a 97. Mm. Interesting. I think that's about it. Yeah. Any other things? I don't think so. I think we covered quite a oh, bit. Oh, that's of right. Made ground. from Lucky is out. Key Nice is in. Dale ah, yes. Romans. Dale Romans uh -huh. will be in again. So that's some of my pedigree stuff. We might do one more of these, Max, with maybe some of my betting tips. Betting strategies, betting tips. I still tips. haven't picked mine, but I do like Dortmund Frosted Mubdahij. Yep, I wrote down that but I like. But I'll play American Pharaoh in my, you know, in my favorites because he might. If he's sucking wind at the end, he might come in third or fourth. Sure. I threw down a couple myself based on our discussions. I put down Dortmund, Carpe Diem, Frosted, Mubtaij, and El Kabir. Yeah, there you so go. Ones I'm kind of interested Those are all in. good. I mean, that, that's that's what's crazy about it is I think, you know, there's there's a shot for any of four or five horses to win this year. So, so it's a good, good time for so my, know, some exotics. My strategy is um, whatever one I choose is my winner, you should just put in a second because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Based on my history, I always pick the second horse. Well, if you can get a, if you can get a try, a get, you can get a nice try or a good exacta. It's true. You don't really. You just have to get the horses in order or a super. If you put, you can play like a twenty cent or ten cent super. It doesn't really cost you that much, and get you know five or six horses and pick the top four. That's a bitch, though. Picking <laughs> the top four is tough. It's a beast. But uh, oh, we gotta we gotta editorialize a little bit on the. Uh, Oh, the, all the the dancing around, dancing around, and, and you know they're gonna play up. I think American Pharaoh is gonna be played up a lot. Yeah, I think Dortmund will be played up a lot. Um, you know, but there's some really good horses this year, so yeah. I try not to l listen to too much of the noise. I try to make my own. Oh yeah, I mean we do decisions. that every year, but yeah. holy cow! Whenever we watch the sh the pregame show, it's like shut up. <laughs> shut up. I think they're trying to make it, like, young and fun and stuff, but as a younger guy, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm embarrassed for you right now. My biggest intrigue this, this year is the uh, South African trainer, Mubdahij, mm. as a horse. I'm really intrigued by that horse. And Frosted was looking pretty good to me, but I don't, I, I'm concerned that he had a little procedure, and what if he goes back to what happened in the uh, Fountain Youth? Who yep. knows? You know, you, you know, I mean, it's, there's so many different little factors. It's mm -hmm. crazy, but... It's gonna be, um, this is this is like your uh, your holiday. I love. I mean, I've been buried I, every day. I read two or three hours on what's going on. Yeah, and then it's and then it's my birthday weekend too. That's so. awesome. So we'll You're be gonna be twenty nine this year. <laughs> Good lord, twenty eight. You're getting old, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ugh, as I sip my beer. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I'm I'm falling out of that demographic they're trying to appeal to now. Yeah, I think I'm out of that. I th I, no one cares about it now, so it's all right though. It'll be fun. So that's a wrap. I think that'll close us down, so you can get the show in every one of our shows on AngleLightMedia dot com. Still working on trying to to consolidate that, but 
while you're at it, you may as well just go to Stitcher or iTunes and download it there and subscribe and give us some comments, give us some likes. Oh, oh, shout outs, shout outs. Who, who we had shouting out to. We uh, got a few people on Twitter who who liked us, followed us, and all that stuff. And hang we'll, on a second, we'll look here. I'm gonna stall while while Sing, while, you? <laughs> while while Dad <laughs> looks it up here. Do some um, death metal, we. <laughs> <laughs> but but we had a few few people who who um followed our our advice on liking us following us and all that kind of stuff um if i can type in my freaking password <laughs> jesus american joseph <laughs> but that that's cool hopefully they'll enjoy the new shows and the and uh the new we'll, stuff we'll we try to do one out. we'll try to do one more before the actual derby hits here i think that's entirely possible might not be a long one but maybe we'll just do one do a like hey look here um, the Twitter here. Hold on. I'm probably going to be making a couple new shows of my own soon too, so be on the lookout for that. Are you going to be? Do- what are you going to be doing? You didn't even tell me this. Um, I'm going to be doing a new beer show, probably. Oh, cool. Talking about history of beer and styles of beer, and it'll probably branch out to liquors and alcohols and things like that too. Wine. Let's see here. So, uh, so Maxie, you want to do the shout outs? Sure, we'll we'll shout out the people who Oh, there's a shout out there. Teresa McGee on Twitter. Shout, on Twitter. So why don't you cuz you're a little bit more creative with the off the cuff. Let's see here. So we got people who favorited us. We got Dan, he, that's the real original handle there, Dan Wiley the Bat, I guess is his <laughs> handle. Um, Wiley the Bat, Wiley Ike Coyote. Amy Sugg. Anton Anton Swan, Amy, and one underscore seven two five five. I wonder if that's a real person. Oof, he's he's all yoked out and he's climbing a rock. I don't, I don't really. If you're a real dude, then you should say something because you you got a horrible picture. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Tommy Lorenzo favorited us. Tommy, uh, Young Queens, and Sophie. Uh, Sophie's Twitter handle is Sophie. underscore art pop. So thanks to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Frank Glads. <laughs> Frankie. Um, Glads. Ter- Ter- Teresa McGee, <laughs> um, who I think we already mentioned. Teresa. Thanks. Sam Mag Kerwan. Andrew Mason. Rediscover Ireland. Andy. Ireland. Awesome. <laughs> Ireland followed us. Awesome. Uh, Brooke um, and Max Macabre. Maxie. Good uh, name. Max Z Macabre or McCabe. McCabe. If I, if I say it, hopefully I said it right. A little Irish. A little touch of the Irish. Get yeah, a touch of the Irish. Brooke is Aspen Brooke. Brooke. Um, apparently she can't sleep. That's according to her Twitter. <laughs> um, I have that problem sometimes also. Bobby Mag- Magdaleno. And I think the last one will be Mark Wayman. Bobby. Mark Wayman, Godfather Wayman. Did he, did he follow? Mar- uh, Mark Wayman. I love Mark Wayman. Yeah. Mark. How's it going? Mark and I used to work together. Cool. At Sprint. There you go. Awesome. He has four tweets. Cool. There you go. All right, so those are our shout-outs. Thanks to the people who took us up on our offer. You get a little shouty-outy. There's the shout-outs. Um, you should uh, hit us up on Twitter, see if you, you got any suggestions, any ideas, any comments. Um, we could we can talk about it. So, yeah, the Twitter, if you're curious, is at uh, Angolite Media. You can also go uh, check us out on Facebook. We're on Angolite Media. Uh, I believe that's everything, so I believe that's a show. More shout-outs, 